everyone, welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have with us Sora Vrenikoff, who is a no-diet weight loss coach. Her website is nodieting.net. Over 20 years ago, Sora healed herself of compulsive overeating by transferring her classroom management techniques to food management techniques. She had previously taught really challenged kids in East New York, Brooklyn, and then she developed an easy-to-use no diet weight loss system that she went on to teach to hundreds of unhappy dieters. Sora's book, Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want, a no diet weight loss program, became a number one Amazon bestseller when it was published. And in addition, her book has been awarded as a 2018 Distinguished Favorite by the New York City Big Book Award Contest. You can find her book on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Sora teaches her no diet system both online and offline, and she's a speaker as well. And Sora likes to say that if you want to eat what you want, stop when you want, and become forever thin and healthy. So visit nodieting.net and start making peace with food today. All right, Sora, how are you today? I'm good, Shalanda. How you doing? Good. I'm great. Yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It. Yeah, thanks for your time. And I would like to start out with our first five. These are five questions that all guests are asked. And the first question is, what drew you to this career? I'm sorry, what did I choose? Why did I choose this? Yes, what drew you to this career? Oh, okay. Well, it was very happenstance. Over 20 years ago, I used to teach these really challenged kids in East New York, Brooklyn. So at heart, I'm an educator. And at the same time, I used to diet, take off the weight, put it back on. And one day I looked at these 35 fourth graders and I said, hey, Sora, how come these kids who walk, talk, and do all those other things listen to you, but food has no animate qualities, you can't stop thinking about it, and you can't stop eating well, that was my aha moment. I say, I had enough of this. I stopped dieting. I decided to eat the foods that I really wanted, but to also extensively journal any eating experience I had because I wanted to see what was going on in my mind. And mm-hmm. I lost doing that, I lost 25 pounds, which I've kept off since 84. Wow. And then I knew I could transfer my class to management techniques, to food management techniques. And I developed this easy-to-use, eat-and-stop-yourself, no-diet weight loss program. So it was really because I asked myself the question in front of those kids that I became a no-diet weight loss coach. <laughs> okay, wow, yeah. It's funny how things work out. <laughs> it is, believe me. Yeah. So tell me what impact you hope to make. Well, I I want to coach people and support people through this system I developed mm-hmm. to make peace with food, to let them learn that food is their friend, it's not their enemy, and as for long as they fight it and think it's bad, that's as long as they're going to suffer. So mm-hmm. I want people to learn to take the power back from the food and make peace with it. 
Okay, excellent. You know, there's a saying that came to my mind, and it's, uh, I used to hear growing up, eat to live, don't live to eat. Well, but uh, don't live to eat. Yes, but anyone with a weight problem lives to eat. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that's where it came from. It came from someone who was um, battling um, or talking about the battle with weight loss. Right. Mm-hmm. And also my third question is for you, I would like for you to think about everything you know regarding this path that you've chosen. In retrospect, what would you do differently, if anything? That's a great question. Um, I, you know, it was like Maya Angelou said, Maya Angelou said, you do what you know, you do the best you you, you do the best you can do with the knowledge you have. And then when you know better, you can do better. Mm-hmm. I gave this everything. I was co- completely obsessed with figuring this out and then helping people. Would I have done it differently? Um, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I think a lot of people on this question say they, if they would change anything, they would change very little because they have recognized that they're on a journey and everything that's happened has actually been a learning lesson for what they're going through currently or teaching people currently. Well, yes. I mean, I have to tell you that it's a funny thing to say, but I would say that this journey of healing myself, of creating a business, of writing a book, of becoming published, of doing media. I, even though I've helped hundreds and hundreds of unhappy dieters, I think mm-hmm. that this journey has changed me more than maybe my mm-hmm. clients. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really had forced me to dig very deep inside me and find mm-hmm. places I didn't know existed. So I have no regrets because it changed me completely. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. So thinking about what you've done, everything that's changed and everything you've noticed with all these people you've been helping, what trends do you see within your specialty? I I see that any change, any transformational change takes courage. Mm. And you have to really want it because you have to fight for it. You know, you just, uh, so I would say that Folks who are committed, who see the merit of the system and stay with it, they heal. Folks who don't want to use the system don't heal. So it's anything, it's like anything you decide to commit to. If you work it, you have a good chance. If you don't work it, there's really no chance. So I really observe personal commitment to a person who says they want what they want. You know, not everybody walks the walk, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So what advice would you like to offer listeners? Uh, what I'd like to say to listeners is that nothing changes until you change. Mm, yes. <laughs> now, I know that might sound very simple, but really, I once read a book and inside there was a quote. It says, there is nothing and no one outside of you. And mm-hmm. I happen to agree that you are the common denominator. So whatever mm-hmm. you want in this life, stop waiting and take action. It yeah. may not be... It may not be the exact action that's going to manifest what you say that you want, but you'll set yourself on the road of manifestation. Mm, Excellent. Now, I would like to get a little deeper into your book because you do 
you have mentioned a couple of times about a system, but first, can you tell us why diets don't work? Sure. Well, Shalanda, to, to help um, your viewers and yourself understand why diets don't work, I want you to think about the diet as a clock. Mm-hmm. So we start at 12 o'clock, a, cl- a, a, play, a clock, right? Start mm-hmm. at 12 o'clock. So at 12 o'clock, you find a diet. This diet was created by four people sitting in a corporate boardroom. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, they're talking. They, uh, the person can't trust themselves. We have to mm. tell them exactly what to eat, how right. much to eat, and when to eat <laughs> mm-hmm. what. So a diet is a group of rules created by people outside of yourself. But you want to lose weight. You don't know anything else because you haven't heard Sora talk yet. So you go on this diet. Now, let's go to 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock is... A day later, two days later, three days later. It depends for each person. Three o'clock, yay, I'm good, good, good. I've been following the rules of these other people. I've been on a diet. I can buy a new dress. I can plan my cruise. I can start looking for a boyfriend because I'm good Mm because I'm following the rules of these other people at 12 o'clock and I'm Mm -hmm. on a diet. So what happens? Now, Next day, day after, again, different for every person, you get to six o'clock. Six o'clock, I can't take it. I can't take being on this diet. I just want one Oreo. I want one extra piece of cheese. So now you're beginning to struggle. And what are you doing? It's really a two-sided coin. On the one hand, you want more than the diet's telling you that you can have. And so what do you do? You have it. And then what you do is after you've been diet binged or diet over eight, depending on the term that you use, Mm -hmm. then you beat yourself up. Look what I just did. Yeah. Um, I can't even follow the rules of a diet. And I Mm -hmm. I really don't like myself anymore. Maybe I should take off my um, deposit on the cruise. So you beat yourself up when you took the only behavior that you could do to take back the control from the diet. Now, after you beat yourself up, let's go to nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock says, well, obviously I can't do this without the help of the diet. So you go back mm-hmm. to the diet at 12 o'clock, knowing full well, in the back of your mind, there's another overeating experience waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Diets don't work because they're not your rules. Other people are deciding what you can and cannot put in your mouth. So you're living in deprivation and you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So people get caught on a bad diet cycle. Well, what I call it is, is like the useless cycle. <laughs> now, speaking of deprivation, why does dieting keep people thinking about food all day? Well, the, the irony is that when you go on a diet, all day you're thinking about what you can't have. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you've got these rules on what you can have that you're terrified to break. And in between all those thoughts, you've got the thoughts about all the food that you wish you could have, but you can't have. So all day you're thinking about food. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. endless. Yes. And it's funny how the, the mind works too, when you trying to do something more positive, but you keep thinking about the bad habits that got you into that particular situation to begin with. Well, here's the thing. You just said something interesting. I don't see a diet as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see, because in, in, in Sora's world, if somebody gives me rules that don't agree with my mm-hmm. 
feeling my feeling of being okay, then even though they give the rules, I have the choice not to listen. Right. So I think a diet isn't okay because it's telling you that you can trust yourself with food, which is an inanimate object. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's depriving you of the food that you really want. So right. I don't understand what's good about a diet. I mean, you're going to lose your weight. And then studies show that within three years, 97% of all people who lose their weight regain it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the big deal? Yeah. And I want to get into that because you mentioned earlier that you've kept your weight off for over 20 years. Oh, yeah. And you said that you have a system. Can you tell us more about the system that you take readers through? Well, yes. Um, so, mm-hmm. so I developed Sora's No Diet, Sora's no diet Weight Loss System. And uh, what I did was I realized that it had nothing to do with the food. So, again, food is the object. It's not the problem. The problem is how do you think about food. So mm-hmm. I developed two techniques uh, called the green technique and the red technique. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you and your listeners how to use the green technique and how to eat and stop. So, Shalanda, what's your favorite food? Uh, Let's see. It varies. Let's see. What is it this month? Um, (laughs) I actually, you caught me at a time where I'm really into um, chicken salads right now. Um, Chicken salad. Well, okay. Food is um, kettle corn. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Your junk food is kettle corn popcorn, right? Yes, yes. I love kettle corn popcorn. All right, so I want you to take the package you're going to put in the microwave and do that now, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Pretend to do that now. And I want all of your listeners to think about their very favorite food at the moment and to follow exactly what I'm telling Shalanda to do. So your your popcorn is in the microwave. Now take your popcorn out in the bag. Okay, it's nice and hot. (laughs) Okay. Now I want you to ask it. Now you're not ready to eat it yet. I call this the think before you choose system. You're going to ask yourself two questions. You're going to ask yourself how much is enough and how much is too much. I want you to do that now, Shalanda. I want you to look at that bag of kettle corn, ask yourself how much is enough and how much is too much. And I want your listeners to ask themselves the same question to the food that they're looking at. Okay, Shalanda, so when Mm -hmm. you've made that decision, you let me know. Okay. I'm thinking because I have a bag in the room now. <laughs> that's, right. that's funny. Um, okay, so I think the the whole bag here is too much because it's um, yeah, it's two oh. servings a bag, and I think one handful would be enough. Okay, so so right now I want you to. Here's what I want you to do. You have two thoughts in mind: the amount that's too much, and the amount the amount that's enough, and the amount that's too much. Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to push aside. It's push aside the amount that's too much. Okay. Okay. I want you to push aside in that bag. I want you to. Well, that's not going to work with that. So how about we do this? How about we take the popcorn that's enough mm-hmm. out of the bag and put it in a bowl? Okay. 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 Now you have two amounts in front of you. Mm-hmm. You have the amount you decided was enough, and then you have the amount that you decided was too much in the bag called your marker. It's called your marker. Mm. Okay. Are we good on that? 
Yes. Now I want you to take a pretend second and I want you to pretend. Okay, so now I want you to eat the amount that you decided was enough, but not your marker. I want you to do that now. Tell me when you finished your enough amount. Okay. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Done. Okay, you just ate and stopped, Shalanda, because oh, okay. mm -hmm. that you just used the green technique and mm -hmm. ate and stopped because you you knew how much was enough and how much was too much, and you separated the two amounts. But if you didn't have the marker to look at which the amount that's too much, you wouldn't have eaten and stopped mm -hmm. because nothing would have been enough. So, right. Okay, do you understand that? Yeah, I get it. Okay, now you might say to me, hey, Sora, uh, you know, I still want some more kettle corn. I would say, mm -hmm. okay, Shalanda, <laughs> take, take another portion of enough from your marker, but you must leave over a marker. So even if you mm. pour the whole bag into the bowl, you have to leave over one popcorn. Mm -hmm. Without that one popcorn, Shalanda, nothing was enough, and you won't have the choice to eat and stop. Okay. All right. Now, by always having the choice to feed yourself enough and have a marker to know that you stopped yourself when the enough is gone, you now are eating and stopping. And over time, what happens usually when you see that you can always have enough? Do you think more about it or less about it? I believe I would think less about it. Exactly. And that's how the system works. The okay. system says that the reason that you overeat is because nothing you eat is enough. Mm -hmm. This system teaches you how to have enough, how to eat and stop and lose weight without dieting. Mm. All by having enough and all okay. by using a marker. You know what I thought you were going to get into? I thought you were going to get into portion control. No. Your portion control is how much is enough. Wow. Okay. That's different. Well, I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Okay. I can see how that works because in my mind, I have my portion that I said is enough and I'm not being, I guess, oppressed by the thought that, right. I, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's say you're on a diet and the diet says, you can have one bag of kettle corn, mm -hmm. okay? So you have one bag of kettle corn, and then let's say I'm your friend. You go, you know, I really want another half a bag. And I say to you, Shalanda, is that on your diet? Mm. And you say, no, Sora. And I'll say, okay, well, now you have to think about it. But what I'm saying to you now is, like, you can have another half a bag as long as you use a new marker. And, and then – what happens is you watch what you eat, you watch what enough means to you, mm -hmm. and then how it affects your weight. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that gets us off that diet. It's more a way of life as opposed to dieting, the dieting yo-yo. Well, you're only going to regain the weight. I don't like to do things twice. Like, I'll take mm -hmm. 10 years on one project, but I won't do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. You have seen this technique really work well with people who have a problem overeating, even if I've only, they, right. I've only seen it work well with people who want to work it. <laughs> oh, so that's the key basically is the 
the mindset of the people. You have to want the change, basically. You have to want the change. Mm-hmm. The whole, the bottom line of anything in life that I, I've decided is you have to want the change more than uh, not. So this is what I say to people. Dieting is hard. Losing weight is hard. Mm-hmm. Choosing to learn a new system is hard. Choose your, choose your heart. Mm. It's all hard. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. thing is, if you diet, you're giving over the control. You're going to mm-hmm. regain the weight. But if mm-hmm. you manage the food that you really want, there's no deprivation. All you have to do is ask yourself two questions before you eat and set aside the marker. If you're committed to that, plus read the book and see what else goes with that, you can be successful. Mm, excellent. So is there anything else you would like to add before I do the quote of the week? I just want people to know that they're not stuck. They're not stuck mm-hmm. in their food problem. They're not stuck in, in a diet. They're only stuck if they choose to be stuck. They, mm. they have a choice. They have a choice to make peace with, peace with food, to take back the power um, by using the green and the red technique. The green is I taught, the red is in the book. So how much do you want what you want? And are you willing to try something new because diets haven't worked and they will never work because they're not your rules. So mm. I believe in you. Start thinking about investing in yourself and step out in faith and try something new. Oh, thank you for that. Okay, our quote of the week comes from Dr. Seuss. And he says, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. I love that. Yes. Positive outlook. Can you tell us how to contact you? Oh, sure. Um, My website is www.nodieting.net. That's www.nodieting.net. And my book, Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want, a No Diet Weight Loss Program, can be found on Amazon.com or BarnesandNobles.com, or you can go into your local Barnes and Nobles and order it. Excellent. Well, I do thank you for your time and your advice. That was very helpful. And you enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com, shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.